I still remember what my grandfather said right before he kicked the bucket. He said, Hey, how far do you think I can kick this bucket? You're welcome. This, this is a podcast that you are listening to right now for the Lunduke Journal of Conservative Nerdiness for January 16th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is a, this is a fun podcast for me because I have recently made a profound decision that will have far-sweeping consequences all across the intertubes. I have decided to make the conservative nerds world an actual permanent part of my overall business strategy. I've had the Lunduk Journal of Technology going for a long time, and it's hit this point over the last several months, where it it is in a good groove, I've hit my stride. You know, I've got a, a nice large base of subscribers. I've I've gotten into a good pattern of the types of content I like to create, and and a good feel for what the content I create that other people like too. And as I've done that, there have been a large number of news stories that have been happening that I've wanted to cover. Really big things. And and we're going to talk about one of them today, specifically the Apache Foundation craziness. But these things keep happening in the tech world or in the greater political world or the, the, the global history of the world, all of it, where I want to talk about it, and I want to talk about it from the point of view of a nerdy nerd who also happens to be conservative. (laughs) There's just not enough of that going around right now, and I don't want to do that. Like, even though today we're going to talk about stuff to do with the Apache Foundation, I don't want that to be part of the Lunduk Journal of Technology, because the Lunduk Journal of Technology needs to be free from all all political stuff because there needs to be a place where nerds can go where there's not politics, you know? I mean, I think that's important. I think that's a really important thing. A place where we can all be as one, be one nerdy collective. But at the same time, there's things happening that I can't stay quiet about. I can't sit on the sidelines about. I have a soapbox and I'm going to use it. And I I hope to use it to affect good, to talk about things that need to be talked about. And so I have decided to take the conservative nerds community, which up until now has just been a a locals site and a, a seldom occasionally posted to Substack. And I've decided to make it a, a permanent thing, a real publication it obviously it doesn't have the the huge decade two decade whatever it is backdrop of of crazy content that i've created over the years that's all extremely nerdy so it doesn't have you know all these cool books and everything else that i can add to it to make for really cool perks but just the same i'm going to be doing regular podcasts and articles going forward uh, basically what you see over on the lunduk journal of technology but conservatively and politically looking at the political world through a nerd's eyes and looking at the nerdy world from the lens of how of being a a conservative person politically 
And I feel like this is just an important thing to do. So uh, there's going to be a, a few things every week that are going to be uh, for paid subscribers only. Because l- just like that other publication I do, there's going to be no ads. Because that's just not what I do. Uh, but a few things will will be paid. And, and that'll help pay the bills and it'll be awesome. So that's, that's, how, that's the plan. That's how it's going down. Uh, so thank you to all of you who are already here. I hope you enjoy the craziness that ensues. I've got a, a number of things planned over the coming days. Uh, there will not be a crazy deluge of content. What you will get is a steady drumbeat of roughly one thing a day. Uh, one article, one podcast, one comic, one one piece of satire, etc. And uh, it will all be a bit, a bit more politically charged than what you get over at the Lunduke Journal of Technology. This, of course, does not affect the Lunduke Journal of Technology in any way. If anything, it probably makes it better because it, it, make, it gives me a more steady, focused outlet to keep my political mouth shut <laughs> over on that other publication. All right, let, let's talk a little bit about uh, oh, the Apache Foundation. Okay, so everyone's familiar with the Apache Foundation, right? Uh, they make the Apache web server among a whole host of other projects nowadays. They're a, they're a big thing. All the big open source projects kind of became their own umbrella foundations. GNOME and KDE and, and Apache and all of them. And the Apache Foundation has been named Apache since the beginning. Now, there used to be this big, uh, not conspiracy, this, this big myth that the Apache Foundation was, or the Apache web server was named because it was a patchy web server, <laughs> right? Because it was a it was a patch of a pre-existing web server. However, that is absolutely not the case. Uh, it 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 was just simply it was named after the the Apache Indians, the Apache natives, uh, because the creator of the project. Uh, thought that there was some cool, cool like symbolism there. It was a cool name, and he felt like, and I'm paraphrasing here, you know, there was there was a lot of, uh, there was a this ragtag group of Apache natives, and they were you know fighting for survival, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, here was the Apache web server, looking at the world, and you have to kind of look at it through the lens of the 1990s, looking at the world and saying, okay. Microsoft owns the desktop. Microsoft is making massive inroads on the server space because they were back then. If they come along and dominate the scene with Internet Information Server, well, then they kind of viewed that as game over because then it would be Microsoft owning the clients and the servers for the world. So Apache was, you know, ragtag natives holding the line against big bad Microsoft. That's how he viewed it. He he kind of he watched a documentary about Apaches at one point and he thought that would be cool. <laughs> he just thought it was a cool name, right? Uh now there have not been and I should make this very very clear. There have been no objections no real objections from any Apache organization at all to the naming of Apache. Not one. Not ever hasn't happened. There's several different Apache-related groups out there. Um, however, none of them have raised any objection to 
the Apache web server or the Apache foundation to the usage of the name. Not one. There's no legal action, no cease and desist, no nothing. Right? But that doesn't stop this group that calls themselves Natives in Tech. And by group, I mean just a couple people. Um, Adam, Adam Recvlohe, Holly Grimm, and Desiree Kane. Uh, <laughs> they wrote an article for nativesintech.org entitled Apache Appropriation. It is not uncommon to learn about non-indigenous entities appropriating indigenous culture, but none of them are as large, prestigious, nor well-known as the Apache Software Foundation in software circles. <laughs> so they, they raised a stink. And they're saying this, quote, We urge the Apache Software Foundation to take the necessary steps needed to express their allyship that they promote so deeply on their website, to act in accordance with their own code of conduct, to be careful in the words that they choose, and change their name. Um, <laughs> um, quote, uh, so in, in reference to uh, to the reasons for the Apache web server being named the way it was, they said this, quote, This frankly outdated spaghetti western romantic presentation of a living and vibrant community as dead and gone in order to build a technology company, quote, for the greater good is as ignorant as it is offensive. Yeah. Uh... Indigenous erasure is the systematic process of opposing, removing, reframing, and undermining indigenous presence, past and present, with the broader historical narrative from which they originated and continue to exist. Um, there are several things that Bellendorf, the creator of Apache, says that perpetuate this process of deep and in deep and concerning ways. For example... Bellendorf says, quote, the last days of to frame Apache existence as in the past, as opposed to the present. It's it's uh, oh, man. Uh, there are currently eight federally recognized tribes that carry on the Apache name and represent thousands and thousands of living, breathing people. And then they list the, the different um, uh, uh, federally recognized Apache tribes, which is real. That's all that's all legit. However, it should be noted that not one of the Apache tribes has objected to the use of the Apache name for, for the Apache Foundation or Web Server in any way. Uh, and then they go on to complain about romanticizing indigenous cultures and how that's really bad. Um, and, uh, oh, man. Um, oh, okay, here, here's, here's fun, a fun bit. When reading the About Our Name page, they say, uh, quote, and this is, this is a quote from uh, the Apache Foundation's website. The name Apache was chosen out of reverence and appreciation for the people and tribes who refer to themselves as Apache. Okay, that seems nice, right? So this is how the natives in tech responded to that. By not enumerating the Apache nations, they failed to acknowledge and respect the name's provenance and origin, sidestepping any accountability the foundation should have towards them. Okay, so the Apache Foundation refers to the many tribes of Apache and re with reverence and appreciation. But because they didn't provide a bullet list... 
of all of the Apache tribes and their individual names and current locations. They're evil! Now, the horrible thing with all this, the absolutely horrible thing, is that they are actually responding to this. Um, let's see if do I have the quote here? Blah, 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 blah. Ah, holy moly. Um, they are, oh, yes, they are actually reconsidering this. So the, the founders of Apache did not make any statement, but someone, one of the volunteers from the Apache foundation actually came out and said that they're, they're considering this, you know, changing the name by force. It's absolutely asinine. It's ridiculous. It, it, it reminds me of like, you know, uh, all of the various sporting teams, you know, the Chiefs and, you know, the Redskins and all of them having to change their name, not because of actual Native American tribes being hurt or objecting, but because a bunch of other people objected on their behalf, right? And that's kind of what ha- is happening here. And it's this very small number of people. I mean, the, this Natives in Tech group, as far as I know, it seems like it could just be like a handful of people. And most of them don't seem like they're Native American. Uh, one one of the guys does. The rest of them do not. The rest of them look just like really, really angry, not Native American ladies, which is not that unusual. And the sad part about all of this is that this sort of pressure is is happening constantly towards technology companies foundations uh individuals journalists etc for every single reason under the sun and it's 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 ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous that an incredibly small number of people who do not have good intentions. Their intentions are bad. Like the, the, these, the natives and tech people, their intention is to get people to think negatively towards the Apache Foundation and force the Apache Foundation to bend to their will. Now, of course, if the Apache Foundation bends, bends the knee, essentially, and says, yes, we will change our name to Little Web Server Foundation or whatever... They will say, well, that's not good enough because you didn't do it sooner or something like that. Or, or they use the word little, so they're hurting little people. There's, they will always attack for something. Once they begin attacking, they never, they never cease. The only way that you can cause them to stop attacking is to be one of them already. And even then, you're not assured anything. Now, me, me, myself, I've been attacked by people like this so many times I've lost count. And there's so many organizations within the free software, open source, and just the broader computer industry that do this with great regularity. They attack people for their names. They attack people for statements. Uh, they attack people for past tweets. They attack people for everything. They attack people simply for it being known that that person has a certain political orientation. And it's amazing how much sway they have. I've had so, for example, for example, there is an organization called Outreachy. And Outreachy 
it, it started as part of the Gnome Foundation, where the whole goal of outreach at first was to provide internships for women in technology companies, open source companies and organizations, right? That was the whole point of it. Like, like women coming out of college and high school who wanted to get an internship uh, and to help help kind of create the atmosphere to get more women involved uh, in software development and the like um, throughout open source and whatnot. Now, as time went on, Outreachy grew its focus a bit, so it eventually included everyone except for straight white men, right? So if you're if you are um you know if you're a gay man, you're included. If you are trans in whatever direction, you're included. Um but if you are a straight white man, outreachy does not does not think that you deserve to have uh internships. They don't they don't they don't help you with internships. So it became kind of more of a an exclusionary thing than an inclusionary thing, right? Like they weren't trying to just help one group. They were trying to help all groups and specifically not help one group, which is not cool. That's not a cool thing to do. I mean, that'd be like creating a foundation that's like, we're going to find, we're going to do a job placement and internship in the tech industry for everyone except for um, German women. Or or Chinese men, anyone but Chinese men, we will help them find jobs. Like obviously, that's that's getting weird, right? Like that's that's weird. That's just really weird. Like you don't, I, I, yeah, ugh, it feels yucky. Anyway, so that's outreachy. Well, there was once upon a time I used to be the director of marketing for a computer company called Purism, and Purism because they work within the open source and free software world essentially exclusively got approached by outreachy about providing paid internships for some interns through through outreachy at purism right which makes a certain amount of sense let's you know the more interns work at you know free software and open hardware companies i mean i view that as a positive thing um so they they talked to us about doing that And then it was decided, and I was not involved in these discussions, by the way. Then it was decided that uh, Lunduke works for Purism. Well, if if Lunduke is there and doesn't, you know, apologize for here's a laundry list of past things that Lunduke has said. If he doesn't do that, then um, we can't uh, we can't place interns at Purism. Now, Outreachy is a small organization, and I know many of the people that work with Outreachy, and some of them I would view as good, good, honest, hardworking people with a with a good head on their shoulders, and they're well intentioned. Other people within Outreachy are, what's the right word? Evil little harpies. Uh, that's that's how I would phrase it. They're just not nice people, and they seek to cause harm to others. And they decided on that particular day that they would like to effect change within purism because they disliked me. And again, handful of people, right? Purism was a small company, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it was, 20, 30 people. And, and the people at Outreachy was really just, you know, three or four people that were upset. But those three or four people made it so that 
in order for uh, in order for outreaching to work with purism, a condition was essentially that they just essentially had to get rid of me. And it almost worked. It, it 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 made people within purism feel pressured. It made them feel distinctly pressured, so much so that they, they asked me to make public statements about it. And uh, in the end, I refused to. I, I should have refused more strongly and forcefully, I felt. But in the end, I refused to. And that is not an uncommon thing. These sorts of small organizations, very, very small organizations, they attempt to frighten and threaten and and persuade people with a whole lot of negativity to change their names, change the people they associate with, uh, change the venues they use, change the topics that they use, change the people they employ. And it's not cool. And what really bothers me beyond just that is that those instances, those moments also get a great deal of press attention. And I understand why, because it creates, it creates drama. I mean, we're talking about it here right now. But it wouldn't be worth talking about if there wasn't a high likelihood that the targets of these groups weren't going to cave, right? If none of these companies, these organizations, these people ever caved to these little tiny groups of angry people who just who just wanted to, to just spread hate and harm and 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 fear, if we never ever caved to them, there would be no story. It'd be like the story would be in entirety um uh Two people formed an organization and put on their blog that they don't like someone else. News at 11. I mean, that's that's a little bit more interesting than a person with three followers tweets that they don't like the president. (laughs) Right. It's just not an interesting story. The reason it becomes interesting is because the companies cave. Or at least there's a possibility of it because they usually cave. If they stopped caving the story goes away. If they, if there was no chance that Apache would change their name, we would not be talking about it here today. I, I wouldn't have any interest whatsoever because it would just be a couple of grumpy, cranky people mouthing off on the internet. That's all it would be. But because they've, they, they swath themselves, they wrap themselves in this aura of, of diversity, inclusion, and equity. Because they, they say that they're fighting for indigenous peoples and the like. Because they do that, the companies are afraid of them. Now, should they be? Of course not. They're, war, they're these people are pointless. They do nothing. They don't pay with their they don't they don't put their money where their mouth is, right? Uh, a, a good example, uh, another example would be um, Pogo Linux. I know some of you might know Pogo Linux, some of you might not. They they're a computer company, they a custom computer and storage company um, out of Washington State. And they used to advertise on my show. They they did so for. For several years. Great company, good people. 
Well, I said a few things that made some of these uh, harpies mad, right? And so a very small group of people, very small, a handful of people, decided that they really needed to get Lunduke. So what did they do? They organized email campaigns, uh, social media post campaigns, and even phone calling campaigns to call, email, and just harass this poor company because they advertised on my show. And they harassed them night and day. They were obsessive. They would call them up and scream profanities at these poor people. They would email them with this effing, this guy, you you effing, Lunduke, you have to effing, eff, eff, the effers. And they just, just nonstop. They called me every bad word under the sun. They called me a Nazi, which is crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. And they kept going at this company. And eventually the CEO of the company uh, gave me a call and he's like, he's like, Lunduk, he's like, he's like, you did nothing wrong here. We got your back, but my God, can we make this stop? It's, I mean, it's not like the, the company wasn't losing business because of it. But what was happening was it was tying up their lives. It was making it so when they opened their support email, it was filled not with five support requests for the day, but five support requests and 500 threats, (laughs) right? And then their phone kept ringing off the hook, which meant that they couldn't spend the time handling new customers, giving support to their existing customers, working with partners, creating marketing campaigns, working on their new computers that they're building for people. They just had to spend it dealing with just these angry, vulgar, self-righteous, horrible people. And I, I felt really bad for them. So I, I, I you know, and there, there wasn't really anything I could do. Because once you apologize to them, to these angry people, they just do it more. So eventually, you know, they got bored of, of harassing Pogo Linux in order to drop me and they moved on to a new target. That's how it always works. They harass for X number of days and they move on to a new target, a new, a new outrage of the day. They, an outrage of the week. They, they, that's just their pattern. That's how they work. So we wrote it out and eventually they went away and, and thank, thank heavens for that. But this sort of thing, it would, it would all just, for the most part, stop if it stopped working. I mean, these sorts of moments, like what Pogo Linux had to endure, I mean, maybe maybe they would still have to endure that because, you know, you've got, say, five, you know, people with absolutely no lives. They clearly have no kids. They have no hobbies. They just want to hurt other people who they think might be politically different than them. And so they might they might harass Pogo Linux for a couple of days, even if they knew it wouldn't work, just because they're so angry. But all the other stuff, the news coverage of it, that goes away if it never works. And a lot of the a lot of these groups would stop doing it if they stopped getting news coverage. You take the oxygen out of the room and they stop doing it. Now, is Apache in the end going to cave here? I hope not. I I really hope not, because if Apache caves and they rename themselves 
it is going to have a hugely detrimental impact on on the way people view the Apache Foundation. Spineless cowards, right? And they're going to assume that, okay, so that Apache Foundation is now under the control of the woke mob. So I hope for the sake of the Apache Foundation, they do not cave. And I hope for the sake of all the rest of us that they don't cave. Because we need to set a precedent for never apologizing, never caving, never bending the knee to the techno-woke mob because they keep coming. If we do that, it gives them oxygen. It gives them reason to hope that they can, they can be effective. Oh, Now here's hoping. Here's hoping. We'll see over the coming days. We'll see over the coming days. Because if a change is going to happen, it'll probably happen soon. What, what I what I hope they do is they simply, they've already made a, a, a very non-committal statement that they're kind of evaluating a name change, right? They've, they've made that statement. If I were them, what I would do, and if you're listening, Apache Foundation, here's what you do. String it out. Don't say anything about it. If you, you've already made your statement that says we're, we're looking into the issue, blah, blah, blah. Now go quiet on it and don't mention it again for any reason. Not at all. And let the oxygen run out of the room and let these individuals move on to a new outrage of the week next week. Eventually, they will come circling back to you. Do the same thing then. Make a non-committal statement. You can say, well, we appreciate your thoughts there. Um, thanks. And don't do anything. That's the easy way out. That's the you don't ruffle any feathers. Uh, and you don't have to change your name. And you kind of just ride this out. That's the easy way. If I'm running your marketing, that's probably what I suggest you do. There is another alternative. The stand up and have some cojones alternative. You make one statement. Word it however you like. And you say that we will not cave in to bullies. Which is what the woke mob is. They are bullies. And we at the Apache Foundation, we make great software. We don't, we don't cater to bullies. Excuse us, we're going back to making software at the Apache Foundation. And you end it with a big, giant graphic logo of that feather logo of the Apache logo there. Call it a day. That will piss them off. But it also sets a really good precedent. It shows other people what you can do to stand up to bullies. And I will tell you this right here and right now. I've got your back. And I know there are others that will have your back too. We will stand up and stand right next to you if you do that. We will cheer you on. We will applaud you. And we will champion the software that you make extra hard. Because if there's one thing I've learned, it's that people who do not cave to the woke mob get rewarded. Because the, the, the people on 
the the right politically, the conservatives and whatnots of the world, they vote with their wallet and their feet, and they they make the statements like in in real terms. When there's a company that comes out, when when Goya comes out and 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 makes a makes a big statement, we go out and buy their beans. When the pillow guy says something and stands up to the mob, we go buy those slippers and sandals. That's how it works. When a movie comes out and makes a point of just not being crazy woke garbage, we vote with our movie ticket money and we buy extra big buckets of popcorn to send that message, to give that to support to the organizations and the companies that will stand up. So Apache Foundation, if you're li- you're listening, those are your two possibilities here that that have a positive outcome. If you bend the knee to the woke mob, to these this this natives and tech group of a couple of people, you will not make that group happy. They will attack you again. In fact, they will find a way to thank you and reward you for making the name change that they demanded you make by underhandedly criticizing you again and making additional demands. They will then talk about how great they are while, while criticizing how racist and awful you are. You will not win. Because now every group from here to kingdom come will know that if they have an issue with you, all they have to do is bully you and you will cave. Don't bend the knee, Apache. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I'll send this along to the Apache folks. Um, and again, we've got your back. We've got your back. You did nothing wrong on this. Just don't bend the knee. Um, all right, that's 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 what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, thank you to everyone who hangs out at the Conservative Nerds Locals at conservativenerds.locals.com. Uh, if all the shows and articles that I'm going to be producing going forward, they will all be either posted directly to conservativenerds.locals.com or linked to there. All of the exclusives will just be posted on Locals. All of the free stuff will also be posted over at conservativenerds.substack.com. Just to make it easy for everyone to get the stuff however they want it. Um, but if you want to just subscribe at one place, do it at conservativenerds.locals.com. Uh, grab an account there. Uh, you can be part of the community. Hang out with us. Um, the, the rules there are simple. They're basically the same rules that I have at the Lunduke Journal of Technology. No cursing and swearing. Be excellent to each other. However... Political discussions are not only allowed but encouraged. Political topics, political comic strips, uh, political articles being posted, all of it is great. Just be aware that if you are not on the conservative-leaning side of the spectrum, uh, while you are absolutely welcome and we will, everyone will be very, very nice to you, um, the, the topics you will be encountering will be uh, leaning towards, towards the right. Um, however, if you want to avoid the, po- the political side of things, and this happens to be the first podcast or article or any of that sort of thing that you've listened to on the conservative nerd side, 
and you want to avoid that pol- political stuff in the future, stick to the Lunduke Journal of Technology at lunduke.substack.com and lunduke.locals.com. All right, everybody. That's all for today. See you tomorrow.